0: The EPL show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. That's right, five. dollars Hundred dollars, And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free T-shirt. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win, spelled W-Y-N-N. We'll support you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas is like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure you subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. TV, all supports you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG betting. That's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com and use the promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's Better Edge, B E. T-T-O-R-Edge.com and the promo code SGP and finally we are also brought to you by Ace Per Head Ace is the leader in paper head providers and they make it super easy to start your own sport, sports book plus Ace is offering up to 6 weeks free just head over to AcePerHead.com slash SGP that's AcePerHead.com slash SGP <laughs> You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Coming off a really successful FA Cup third round edition of the EPL show where we landed both of our locks. We landed our lock on Das Bundesliga show as well and we hope to do the same here on this show. For you guys who haven't already, check out my website lockbetting.com. It's free to look at the P&Ls. We have 91 consecutive months of track profit. Sign up in time for the NFL this weekend. We are also winning nearly every single night with our NBA props and we've had six winning days in a row with the tennis plus we have started soccer in 2021 with a 26 and 8 record in soccer so there is no better time to sign up over at lockbetting.com let's roll on with these games we only have 6 of them to cover And then at the weekend, we'll have our usual slate of 10 games. And then next week, we'll have another midweek show with another six games to cover as this hectic EPL schedule continues to roll on. And uh, what's really interesting now is that some managers are actually calling for a break. They're saying that it's morally wrong that football is continuing on. Whilst we have so many COVID cases and COVID deaths in the UK, we are hearing this from a few managers. I think Steve Bruce has been the most vocal. Sam Allardyce has been another one that's spoken out about it as well. So it is it is beginning to become a controversial subject. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see a two or three week break at some point over the next few weeks as managers continue to speak out against the players continuing to play football while the rest of the country are all in a full lockdown, which includes children not going to school at the moment here in the UK. It's utter chaos and um, quite frankly, there was no football on to watch we would be bored out of our minds. So I'm hoping that they do continue to play. Obviously, it was difficult to handicap the EPL over the Christmas period. That's always the case anyway. But it was extra difficult this time round with these players being extra knackered and extra overworked due to the fact they had such a short, short pre-season and it really began to tell ...during this Christmas period. But look, we've bounced back. We are on a 26-8 and run. There are other leagues to bet on as well. We made money in the Bundesliga. We made money in the Italian League. We're making money in the Liga. We're making money across all of the leagues across Europe. We're just picking our spots a lot better now. And we have had a massive turnaround. Um, We struggled for the last couple of weeks of 2020 but we had a great start to to the month. We landed 15 units in futures. We had a 19 and 3 lot record in Europa League and the Champions League. So we've had a really really good season. It's not going to be judged on two bad weeks that we had at the end of December and we've come roaring back at the start of 2021 as I said 26 and 8. And I do want to keep this momentum going now. I'm not looking for any kind of break, possibly round about Christmas time. I was an advocate for maybe taking a couple of weeks off, but that was just for uh, selfish reasons because I was finding it difficult to handicap these games and I thought that I would benefit from the players getting a break because it would make it a little bit easier for me to to handicap the games again. But look, I've come through it and um, the the alternative will be complete and utter boredom as we are sitting around watching absolutely nothing. Well, we'd still have European football because I don't think the the situation around Europe is as bad as the UK. The UK are the absolute worst. Our handling of this and um, the handling of things by Boris Johnson, our our Prime Minister, has been absolutely atrocious. Um, inconsistent lockdowns, leaving certain places open, leaving certain places closed. Different rules for different areas, mixed messages about whether schools are safe or not. It's just been a complete and utter mess. We should have just shut down properly for about a month and then we would have been able to get through it. But um, that's not how we've done things. It's been a complete mess And uh, I would expect nothing less from this government that I didn't vote for anyway. This is the government that have um, taken us out of the EU. This is the government that have taken us into a recession. This is a government that has basically taken this country into the gutter. And um, it's going to take years and years for the UK economy to recover. If it ever recovers at all, I can tell you one thing. Great Britain doesn't exist anymore. There's nothing great about living in Britain. I can tell you that for sure. Anyway, let's crack on with the show. Let's crack on with these six games. Let's continue to win you guys some money. We begin with Sheffield United versus Newcastle, where Sheffield United are the five to four favourites here to win this game. It's 21 to 10 the draw. And it's 23 to 10 on Newcastle. I think Newcastle are a live dog here with a bunch of reserves. They pushed Arsenal all the way to extra time at the weekend, only losing in extra time thanks to two late goals. And uh, Arsenal had a pretty strong side out here, but Newcastle managed to force them into extra time. And Newcastle are going to have players coming back here against the bottom team in the Premier League. The Sheffield United team shouldn't be favourites against anybody. They haven't won a game this season. They've looked awful. They have a real, real inability to score goals. And you're telling me here that you can get Newcastle as a 23-10 underdog and you can get Newcastle here at 8-13 to 13 to simply avoid a defeat. That's where I'm going to be putting my money down on. I'm going to be taking the, the safe option. I'm going to be taking Newcastle to avoid a defeat here against the Sheffield United team who are winless in twenty games, drawing two and losing eighteen in their last twenty Premier League games. The Blades have scored the fewest goals in the league and that's just eight, and they have conceded in all 17 games this season. Plus, Sheffield United are the first side in 118 years to fail to win any of their opening 17 top-flight games. I'm absolutely not going to be taking Sheffield United here. Great spot to take Newcastle on double chance at 8-13, to as I said, and there's even value on taking them on the money line to add another defeat to Sheffield United's list of losses this season. Up next, we look at Bury versus Man United, where Berry are available here at 13-2. It's 15-4 to on the draw, and it's a best price of 8-15 to on Manchester United. I think Manchester United will win this game. I think they'll continue on with their away form, but... Burnley are going to make it difficult for us to win this game. It's not just going to be an easy three points to take us to the top of the Premier League. I think Man United are going to be nervous by that as well and I think Burnley are going to set up to frustrate us. Burnley have become defensively more astute over the past few weeks and that has helped them get out of the relegation conversation and it is going to be difficult for us to break them down. But I do think it's going to be that sort of game where Manchester United are dominating the ball. So it's not going to be a case of Man United being able to hit teams on the counter-attack the way they prefer to play away games. This is going to be like a home game for us where we have to break down a team who are difficult to break down. But Man United are in good form. Their top players are playing at their best, the likes of Rashford and Bruno Fernandes. And I do think that we were able to break this team down and score a couple of goals en route to a victory. I like Manchester United to win this game and... Under 4.5 goals here, which takes it to 4-5. To United have won eight of the last 10 league games. United have won six of the seven league trips this season. United have conceded in all of their league away games so far this season and Burley have scored in four successive Premier League home games. So, The statistical data does tell you that Burnley could score here in this game. But even if they do, I think Man United could then just win this game 2-1 or 3-1. And that still takes you well under the under. But for me, I think it's going to have a very definitive... Definitive pattern of play where Burnley approach it to frustrate Manchester United and try and nick this game with a set piece or on the counter themselves. Whereas Man United are dominating the possession and have to break down this Burnley wall. But I do think inevitably we do break down this Burnley wall and we do emerge with the three points. So Man United and under 4.5 goals here at 4-5 to will be my play here for this game. Up next we look at Wolves versus Everton where Wolves are the 6-4 to favourites to win this game. It's 21-10 to a draw and it's 2-1 to here on Everton I think this will be a difficult game for Everton to win without Calvert-Lewin up front they'll have to play pretty much um, the same attack that they played at the weekend and they struggled to beat Rotherham they actually got forced into extra time against Rotherham it was a very disappointing performance by Everton and uh, I think in this instance this does represent an opportunity for Wolves to get the win but what I will lean towards here is this game going up under six of Everton's last seven games have seen under 2.5 goals. Wolves themselves have only found a net nine times in their eight home games this season and they have only converted 7% of their chances at home this season. So that shows how difficult it will be for this game to go over Everton without their main striker. Wolves without their main striker with Raul Jimenez not available still for Wolves. He's going to be out for some time and that has made it difficult for Wolves to score goals. I cannot see anything but an under here and the under 2.5 is available at 4-6 here in this one. Moving on to Wednesday's games and we begin with Manchester City at home to Brighton where Man City are the 1-7 favourites to win this game. It's 7-1 the draw and it's 16-1 here on Brighton. My lean for this game will be to take Manchester City on the minus 1.5 handicap, which you can get here at four to seven. uh, Manchester City certainly have Brighton's number. They hammered Brighton 5-0 when the two teams faced off in July. In fact, Manchester City's last three games against Brighton have seen Manchester City win 5-0, 4-0 and 4-1. So as I said, they really do love playing against this Brighton team. As I said before, Brighton always like to go head-to-head with these top teams. They don't have any kind of tactic to stop these teams playing. Brighton have a style of football and they play against everybody and they don't have any success against teams in the top six or seven and Manchester City is certainly a team in the top six or seven that will completely overmatch this Brighton team. Manchester City have cons- scored a combined 13 goals in the last three meetings with Brighton as I just said Brighton have only won two of their 17 Premier League fixtures this season City are unbeaten in 13 games going into this and uh, everything here points to a comfortable comfortable night for Manchester City here. So Manchester City minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line here at 4-7. to I think That's a conservative bet as well because you could take this up to minus two on the handicap line at even money, which pushes if they just win by two goals, but cashes for you if they win by three or more. Or you could even take Manchester City to nil because Manchester City have really sorted out their defence as of late. They look a lot more organised. John Stones was actually in the running for Player of the Month as well, which shows how much Manchester City have improved. And with Ruben Diaz as there as well, he has been consistently in the team. Ever since he signed and he has proved to be a solid signing because he has fit straight in to the Premier League as well. Will do Manchester City have problems with their with their fullbacks? Do Manchester City have inconsistency up front? Yes, they continue to have those issues, but they are winning games at the moment and Manchester City are in their best period of the season so far and I don't see any issues with them beating Brighton and beating Brighton comfortably tomorrow night. Up next, we look at Tottenham versus Fulham. This is a game that has replaced Aston Villa versus Tottenham. Villa have been giving more time to sort out their COVID issues. So Tottenham and Fulham, which was previously a postponement, gets played instead. So the lock that I gave you guys for the Premier League game between Aston Villa and Tottenham is now void. I gave you that early because I wanted you to take advantage of Tottenham playing against a COVID-ravaged Villa. But Villa have been let off the hook. So that lock will be voided. So... We still ended up going 2-0 with the locks from the FA Cup show at the weekend. It would have been 3-0 if Filler had played this game, but they've been let off the hook and this Tottenham-Fulham game will take place instead where Tottenham are the 49 favourites. It's 4-1 to on the draw and it's 7-1 to on Fulham. I think this will be a comfortable win here for Tottenham as they look to get their Premier League campaign back on track. It's difficult for me to see Fulham scoring in this game. Tottenham to win this game to nil is available at 6-4 to four, but I also like Tottenham to win this half-time full-time which is available at 6-5 to five. so I like both of these plays. Tottenham have established a first half lead in nine separate Premier League matches this season. Spurs have scored exactly twice in three of their last five Premier League victories which would be enough to win this game comfortably. Tottenham have won four of the last five games and Spurs have kept clean sheets in their most recent trio of those fixtures and this Fulham team have won only two of the 15 Premier League games this season since they got promoted so comfortable evening for Tottenham I expect them to go in at the half and to maintain that lead throughout the game so Tottenham halftime full time is one bet but I also like Tottenham to nil like both the plays here as I, like, as I like Tottenham to have a comfortable evening against Fulham tomorrow. And win this game relatively easily, much like Manchester City will win that game relatively easily. I think Tottenham will win this game relatively easily as well. And uh, I may be looking at some kind of uh, parlay there with maybe Manchester City minus 1.5 and Tottenham on the money line there for those two games on Wednesday. Moving on to the final game which takes place on Thursday and that's Arsenal at home to Crystal Palace where Arsenal are the eight to fifteen favourites. It's three to one the draw and it's twenty-one to four on Palace. This is a game that Arsenal should win and um, continue their form. But obviously it will be a tight game because Arsenal aren't really putting anyone away here and, and winning convincingly still. They did struggle to beat Newcastle. They needed extra time to do so. They'd be grinding out wins, but they have had a good Christmas period that's seen them move up the table. I like them to win this game, but I also like to tack on the under 4.5 goals, much like the Manchester United game. And you get that at exactly. In fact, you get out at a better price here. You get that here at 10 to 11 for this one. I'm not understanding why you're getting that at a better price because I really don't see too many goals in this game. I actually think it could go under 2.5 goals. And I see a very definitive pattern of play where Crystal Palace are trying to soak up the pressure and hit. Arsenal on the counter attack so I do think it definitely lends itself to an under but I will continue to ride Arsenal's form at the moment and take them to win this game with the under 4.5 goals. But I won't be riding this to the point where this is going to be any kind of official play, certainly not in contention with the lock because I still don't like betting on Arsenal. I still think they're a very inconsistent team. They're always just one result away from going back into a bad period. So, whereas before a lot of people thought Mikel Arteta had turned things around, especially off the back of Arsenal winning the FA Cup last season, we saw how poorly they started this season. and have only recently turned it around but it could just take one or two bad results for Arsenal to go on a bad run again and for Arsenal fan TV to have another meltdown but for now I will take Arsenal to win this game with the under four, one to 4.5 goals here and that's available at 10 to 11 but I also like the under in this game which is available at evens as well closing out with a lock on the show even though there's only six games there's lots of stuff i like so make sure that you subscribe to lockbetting.com to get my official plays as we look to continue riding out our soccer run i think the most logical thing to lock up for me here today will be to take newcastle on at the double chance market at 8 to 13 as they look to avoid a defeat against sheffield united we're taking the the better team here a team that have had a relatively decent season by their standards in newcastle they've tried to attack a lot more this season so they haven't been as consistent at the back as Steve Bruce has tried to turn Newcastle into more of an exciting team whereas Sheffield United I I don't know what their identity is at the moment last season they were very very solid defensively very very difficult to beat and this season that obviously isn't the case because they've lost so many games they don't have a win this season and you're betting against them picking up their first win against the Newcastle team who are the better side and who shouldn't really be the underdogs here in this game. And doing my research on this game, reports indicate that Newcastle are bringing back six players who didn't play against Arsenal, including Callum Wilson. And, uh, and Jonjo Selvi as well. So these are key players coming back into the Newcastle team. It's not going to be the strongest Newcastle team that they could possibly have because they do still have some injuries. But I think the team they put out will be more than good enough to avoid a defeat and probably even be able to beat Sheffield United. I think this is a live dog, but we're going to take them here at 8-13 to 13 to avoid a defeat. As I said, there is lots of stuff I like, even though there's only six games. We also have uh, German Cup football. We have Italian Cup football as well going on in midweek. So sign up to lockbetting.com to get all of my players as we look to continue this 26-8 and soccer run. That's it from me in this edition of the EPL show. I'll be back with another EPL show and that's Bundesliga show at the weekend. Good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening.